welcome to this edition of the Head to Head Podcast. I'm your host, Cam McKinney. This is the 27th episode of the Head to Head Podcast. And in this edition of the podcast, I'll be talking all things Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield was the guy who was picked number one in the NFL draft. He is a quarterback. He plays for the Cleveland Browns. He's a former Heisman winner. Everyone is talking about the season that Baker Mayfield just had. In his first season with the Cleveland Browns, he went 7-8-1. and one. And that's a lot coming from a team that went 1-31 in their previous two seasons under Hugh Jackson. Now, Baker Mayfield went through a whole lot of things this season that he's not quite getting credit for. He's getting a lot of blame for his attitude, his, I, I guess he's getting blamed because he has a personality, which I really don't understand people getting criticized for being interesting because we always say, I'm so sick of athletes being boring and I'm so sick of athletes giving these stupid answers about cliche football terms. And this guy is real. He says things like he's feeling dangerous when he woke up. I mean, that was the best quote of the sports year. He's an interesting guy. He threw an NFL record 27 touchdowns in his first season with the Browns. And he, he's made them interesting. He's the talk of the town. I don't understand. Oh, he's got too much of a personality. The moment I realized I liked Baker Mayfield was this past summer when I saw him go on the herd with Colin Coward on Fox. Colin Coward did not like Baker Mayfield. He called him out for not high-fiving his teammates more, for making things all about him. And then Baker Mayfield went on his show, a nationally syndicated show on television, and made a fool out of Colin Coward. Who, by the way, I also respect, but I was on Baker's side. Sometimes I feel like the media just picks the guy of the week to be mean to. And they picked Baker because they, whoa, he's short, he's like Johnny Manziel, he's a white guy, he's like that, he comes from a privileged background, he's going to be the next Johnny Manziel, he thinks it's all about him. You don't judge a book by its cover, and I think after a year, you can tell he's not Johnny Manziel, he's better at pro football than Johnny Manziel ever was. I think that's the, the clear truth, is that Baker Mayfield... Has potential. I thought it was a shocking number one pick. It's not what I expected. But it's what happened. I thought it would be more Darnold. I thought it would be more Rosen. I thought it would be one of those guys. But Cleveland for once took a chance. And it seems like they've made the right decision. And that's saying a lot coming from the Cleveland Browns side of things. They've not been known for picking the right guys. Manziel. Tim Couch. I mean you can go back to 2002. They haven't had a good quarterback. I mean, but the way they started off the season was confusing because they were like, oh, we have Tyrod Taylor now. He's just a, a manage, he's a quarterback manager, really. He's not going to turn the ball over. We're going to be a better team. It looked like that was the way they were going to go. They were going to let Baker sit. It seemed like they were a team without direction, and they didn't get good or interesting until they played Baker. And yeah, he went like, what, two and three in his first few starts, and then... Hugh Jackson got fired, and he won a ton of games in a row and made things interesting up until the end. 7-8-1 to a team that went 1-31 in their previous two seasons is a lot better. This isn't a small growth. This is a huge step of improvement for the Cleveland Browns. This is a step in the right direction that they need to go. They need their franchise guy, and I think they needed somebody to be arrogant. If there's one team who needs a guy to be arrogant, who needs a guy to be the face of the franchise, 
It's the Cleveland Browns. I actually think that that's what they need. They don't need another boring guy. Tyrod Taylor is a fine guy. He's a really good quarterback at times. But they needed the energy. They need the Baker Mayfield talk because it makes them interesting. It makes them relevant. And that's what they need the most. I know they were on the show on HBO, and I, I don't like that show, but it's, it's, it is what it is. I mean, Tyrod Taylor, Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry was a huge addition to this team, and he made kind of a fool of himself on that HBO show. But I, it's whatever with that. But I think Baker himself is what's going to make the Cleveland Browns interesting. Because when you hit on that position, you hit on the right thing. It's the right step for your organization. Let's take, for instance, who was the number two pick? Saquon Barkley. The Giants picked Saquon Barkley. He had 91 catches. He was the best running back, or one. He was a top five running back this season. Let's say, what is his impact on the Giants going to be if Eli is bad? There's no impact. There was no improvement from the Giants this season because yes, Saquon Barkley is a great running back, but the truth of the matter is. And if you get that quarterback position right, you can turn around a franchise. Saquon Barkley can help you turn around the franchise, but Baker Mayfield can literally turn around your franchise and be the savior you've been looking for. That's what's different about getting the quarterback right. And Baker Mayfield, to me, seems like he's going to be right. 27 touchdowns and 11 picks is a pretty good rookie season, if you ask me. I think he was overshadowed by some other guys having good years. No, he's. I think he's the rookie of the year. But there, are, I think Pat Mahomes. So many people think Pat Mahomes is a rookie. He sat a few years. I think Pat Mahomes took some of the thunder. I think sometimes you can just look at the stats and go, eh, twenty-seven touchdowns. It, it's not minimal. It's they won seven games for the Cleveland Browns to win seven games is a huge victory. It's a huge. Step improvement, and he. Let's think of the stuff that Baker Mayfield went through this season. He didn't start the season as a starter. He didn't sulk about it. He was a real teammate to Tyrod Taylor. I saw the comments. I witnessed that he was a real good teammate towards Tyrod. He took his demotion like he should. He's a rookie trying to get his job. Then he gets Hugh. Then Hugh Jackson gets fired. They get the guy who caused Bounty Gate to be his coach. They made a Big step improvement. Then he calls out Hugh Jackson in what was one of the most interesting things I've ever seen. Did Hugh Jackson deserve to be called out by Baker Mayfield for joining the Cincinnati Bengals? I don't really know the answer to that. I don't know the relationship that Hugh Jackson and Baker Mayfield had. But I do know it was an interesting topic. And it was something that made the sport interesting for a little bit. And I think the NFL needs more of that. I don't want everyone to be a boy scout in the NFL. If Baker Mayfield has a problem with someone, I'm okay with him calling that person out. It what makes Baker Mayfield Baker Mayfield. The sad thing about when people call out Baker Mayfield for this his attitude or his demeanor or his whatever, it's probably the thing that also makes Baker Mayfield a good football player. I've always wondered this about like guys like Chad Ochocinco. They say, Oh my god, Chad Ochocinco is such a diva, he's such a blah blah blah. He's all 
he's such an egotistical, maniacal, whatever. And then if you took that away from him and he didn't do the popcorn and T- Terrell Owens didn't do the popcorn and they didn't celebrate, and if Chad Ochocinco didn't wear the Hall of Fame jacket, he probably wouldn't be the same guy. And that thing is what makes those guys so good. So I actually think that having an ego is a necessity when you're being a pro athlete because Baker Mayfield knows there are so many great quarterbacks. There are so many guys who could do what he's doing possibly. But it's the thing that makes him different is probably his attitude towards the game. It's his attitude towards everything. I know the Russell Wilson is boring. That works for Russell Wilson. I'm a huge Russell Wilson fan. I understand why he's boring. I get it. But it's nice to have the other side of things with Baker Mayfield, who's interesting, who says interesting things, and who doesn't always get along with everyone. To me, that is a that is another type of athlete, and that's an acceptable athlete to have. I have no problem with Baker Mayfield calling out Hugh Jackson. I have no problem with Baker Mayfield celebrations or whatever. Baker, it's probably the thing that made Baker Mayfield special in the first place. And it's the thing that's going to get the Browns in the right direction. They have their franchise quarterback, and that cannot, that that is not an understatement that he is the franchise quarterback for the Cleveland Browns. Again, it's this thing of like the media saying, oh, I'm so sick of the guy giving the boring answers. But then when a guy starts to give interesting answers, you shun you shun them like Marshawn Lynch was starting to be interesting, and then all of a sudden he's we don't like him anymore. I, I just hate the whole thing. I just it, it makes me uncomfortable to talk about. I mean, Baker Mayfield is interesting, and Baker Mayfield is good at football. Those two things are connected somehow. I can't tell you that his attitude is what makes him great at football. I just know that it probably is. It's what got him here. He was a guy who was a red shirt guy. And then he became a Heisman winner. I mean that he built this. He had he has he, he you know what I mean? Like he has the right to have an ego now. He's done some things. Like he's not some unaccomplished guy anymore. You know, it's like the Johnny Manziel money thing. Johnny Manziel won a Heisman. And you're all mad because he's doing something with his finger that represents money? Like, yeah, Johnny Manziel had so many other problems other than that. But that wasn't one of them. It was, he was interesting. That's not one of them. Being interesting is not always a bad thing. And in the case of Baker Mayfield, I think it's also what makes him good at football. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is, are the Browns... The Browns are the most interesting spot to get a head coach, I think. When, I, when By the time this podcast comes out, eight head coaches have been fired. And... and the Browns are one of those teams looking for a head coach. They had an interim head coach. I think they're going to go outside of that and hire somebody else. They should really hire an offensive-minded guy. I think some of the guys I'm thinking about are Josh McDaniels, Adam Gaze. And I'm going to put the name out there. I think Josh McDaniels or Adam Gaze are the ways to go. But I think another guy that deserves a second chance is Mike McCarthy. Like, if you were the Browns and you saw Mike McCarthy develop Aaron Rodgers, why would you not want... Mike McCarthy there to develop Baker Mayfield. Yes, things might go sour for Baker Mayfield and Mike McCarthy like they did Aaron Rodgers and Mike McCarthy, but you can't deny that Mike McCarthy was there when Aaron Rodgers became Aaron Rodgers. I'm not saying that Baker Mayfield is Aaron Rodgers, but I'm saying I would want the guy who helped make Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers to coach my quarterback. In the case of Baker Mayfield, you need to go offensive-minded guys here, and I don't think there are better ones than Mike McCarthy. I think Josh McDaniels is an interesting choice. He had the whole thing with Denver. I, I don't really know if Josh McDaniels wants to be a head coach. 
is he waiting for the Patriots? Because if he is, he might be waiting. The, look, look at the two jobs that Josh McDaniels should go after here. The Packers and the Browns. And I think the Browns are a great fit. Again, they have Baker. Baker needs an offensive-minded guy. And Adam Gase in Miami, he was making Tannehill throw less turnovers. I know the Dolphins had so many things happen. I know he had the incident with one of his assistant coaches that was terrible and hilarious at the same time. But I think (laughs) they have to move on from that. I think Adam Gase is a good offensive-minded guy. And if I were the Cleveland Browns, I'd consider hiring him to mentor Baker Mayfield, because I think you do need an offensive-minded guy for what Baker Mayfield is trying to do here. I think you need that guy. I'm always, I'm always eager to hire the offensive coach when I have a young quarterback. There's so many of these guys who have lost jobs that they all need to be offensive-minded people, in my estimation. This is my opinion. I think Darnold needs an offensive-minded head coach. I think Rosen needs an offensive-minded head coach. I mean, they just need to develop and. The way you develop is with your head coach. I think that's the way to go. I think you get the best offensive mind who works and believes in Baker. And if that's Mike McCarthy, that's Mike McCarthy. If that's Josh McDaniels, that's Josh McDaniels. If that's Adam Gaze, again, that's Adam Gaze. I think you should go offensive-minded because they do have some special things. that They're good enough on defense where I don't think you need a defensive-minded head coach. I... I know some people are going to say, just get the right guy. I agree with that. I think the right guy is an offensive-minded head coach in this situation. Is Baker Mayfield going to take the next steps? Yes, I think he's going to. If he can get 27 touchdowns in his first season, the sky is the limit for this guy. And we're not talking about him in that light because of some comments. We're talking about how he keeps bringing up Hugh Jackson. I just think the outside of things is interfering with what actually happened on the football field. Nobody expected this kid, one, to be the number one pick. He was. Then to win seven games with the Cleveland Browns. Nobody expected that. And now that he's done that, and we're talking about how he has a bad attitude and he needs an attitude change, and I don't know. Again, I mean, I just find the whole thing kind of ridiculous in the fact that he put up he talk he talks the talk and he walks the walk and I think if you do both of those things you should be left alone and we should just be like okay this is what Baker's gonna do and Baker's gonna take care of business at the end of the day and I'm all in on going hard on Baker Mayfield if he doesn't live up to the hype, being like, oh my god, this guy's all talk and no walk. But guess what? He did both of those things. He talked, and he was good on the football field. Again, he is interesting, and this league needs more interesting. This league needs superstars, like the NBA. The NBA is full of superstars. The NFL is lacking in some interesting guys. Aaron Rodgers is interesting. Tom Brady, eh, kind of interesting, kind of not. The NFL needs interesting, more and more interesting. Something special is happening in Cleveland, that's for sure, though. You have Baker Mayfield, you have Jarvis Landry, and you have Nick Chubb. I think that's how you build these Super Bowl teams. You have the quarterback, you have the wide receiver, and you have the running back. I think that is a really good combination. You know why I say that? Because the Cowboys had Aikman, the Cowboys had Irvin, and the Cowboys had Emmitt Smith. The Cowboys right now have Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, and Amari Cooper. That is, those are the three things that I think you need to be a Super Bowl contending team. Legitimately. 
legitimate Super Bowl contending. Quarterback, running back, wide receiver. The Pittsburgh Steelers, since 2013, had Big Ben. They had Antonio Brown, and they had Le'Veon Bell. They were Super Bowl contending teams. Yes, they didn't work out in the end, but I think in most of these cases, I think that's the fastest way to becoming contenders. I know that that seems like, oh, it's just a thing, but most of these teams have those free things. I think offense is becoming the way of the world right now. Kansas City has a running game. Kansas City has a quarterback in Mahomes, and Kansas City has some pretty good wide receivers. You need to be offensive-minded, and I think the Cleveland Browns are offensive-minded, and they have a decent defense, which is the way to go to becoming a successful franchise. And the Cleveland Browns have not been a successful franchise since the 1980s. It is time for this team to put up and put up or shut up. And I think Baker Mayfield is the right guy to help them put up. I, I, I do. I believe Baker Mayfield is the right guy. I wouldn't have said that going into the season. Again, I started to like Baker Mayfield when I saw his interview with Colin Coward, but I still didn't know he was this good. And he turned out to be this good. He can throw the deep balls. He can. Def- I think him and Landry developed a nice bit of chemistry at the end of the season. He's not these guys. He can throw the deep balls. He's not Ryan Tannehill. He's not Andy Dalton. I feel like he's... Already in like that second tier level of quarterbacks, I think he's already better than those guys. It seems in like understanding, you know, you don't just you go for it. I feel like Baker Mayfield is going to go for it. He's not just going to to you know like you watch Ryan Daniel play and it's like uh okay it's another short pass or something. I feel like Baker Mayfield is all in on football right now. And I think that is what Cleveland Browns need. They need a guy who is all in to get Jarvis Landry the ball. They need a guy who is all in on helping Nick Chubbs develop. Baker Mayfield is their guy. Baker Mayfield can become the leader of this franchise. And I know some people are going to say, I don't want my leader of the franchise to be, I guess, interesting is their problem. I mean, Colin Coward says it all the time. He wants his quarterback to be business type guy. And I get it to an extent because you see guys like Tom Brady and Peyton Manning and they act a certain way, but it's fake. And this guy is real. And I want to see what a real, real boy as a quarterback looks like. Not to make a Pinocchio joke here, but I want to see, I want to see Baker Mayfield become a real boy. <laughs> and you know what? He's becoming a real boy. I mean, it's the it's a silly way of saying it, but he is. He's becoming real, and it's real, and it's interesting, and they're winning. As long as that's not a problem. I mean, we've had our issues with Cam Newton in the Super Bowl. I mean, I don't. I'm not a fan of that type of behavior either. After you lose, if Baker Mayfield's going to do one of those, and I don't want to do it, but I'm all in on him saying things like "I woke up dangerous," or I'm all in on him having feuds. With Hugh Jackson, if he has a legitimate issue with a human being, I'm okay with him saying that he has that legitimate issue with Hugh Jackson. I'm all fine with my quarterbacks telling me how they feel. I'm just kind of sick of the quarterback selling me on this work and preparation and not being interesting human beings. Aaron Rodgers is an interesting human being. Tom Brady is kind of boring. Baker Mayfield has a chance to be interesting, and I think he's going to take that chance by the horn and be interesting and be good at the same time. You don't all have to be Russell Wilson and Tom Brady boring. Those That works for them, but this guy is different, and that's okay, people. It's okay for you to be both interesting and good and not boring at quarterback. There can be two sides 
of the coin, you know what I mean? Not everyone has to be Philip Rivers. He's kind of boring to me. I mean, there's so many guys who are just eh, boring. He doesn't need to be boring to be the leader and the best player on that team. I think that's something that football guys just say, and it's ridiculousness. Baker Mayfield is likely to win Rookie of the Year after throwing 27 touchdowns and only 11 picks. He went through a coaching change. He went through a running backs change. He went through an offensive coordinator change. He's gone through it all in his rookie season. And the the interesting thing about it is I can't say for sure that he's not just a one-hit wonder, but I have belief that he's more than that. I think he's more than that. I think Cleveland Browns got it right. I believe that he that there's more to Baker Mayfield than just a season. I believe if you get more talent around him, more receivers, another running back, I don't know, improve the defense, get another get an offensive minded head coach. I think I, I'm strongly a belief in getting an offensive minded head coach. Again, I brought up Mike McCarthy, Josh McDaniels, those type of guys. You should definitely Adam Gaze. Again, I mentioned him. I think they should go after that type of head coach because you can rise you can have those years in the 80s where the Browns are contending team trying to go to a Super Bowl they're not that far off if you look at the things in the AFC the Steelers are on the downside the Ravens you might have to contend with a little bit but you're not that far off the AFC has never been weaker in my estimation and I don't see it growing much more next year this is a chance for a team like Cleveland to, to rise and go up against the Chiefs and the Ravens and the Patriots and those type of teams. This is the time, and Baker Mayfield is the guy to lead them to those big games. And we'll see Baker Mayfield play in big games. You know, that's the one thing that he's missing off the resume is he hasn't played in those big games yet. That's how you really build that type of resume to be one of the best quarterbacks in the league is to win those big games. I mean, Kirk Cousins, we've seen a guy like that. He's good to great, and he's not good or great in those big games. Can Baker Mayfield be a big game type of quarterback? And we're never really going to see that until he makes the playoffs. Because, again, if we had gone back to Andy Dalton's rookie year, I would have said how great he was. But guess what? Andy Dalton has not won a postseason game, and Andy Dalton overall is a bit of a disappointment. That's just a matter of fact. Rookie season does not define what your career is going to be, but so far, Baker Mayfield's career it's looking rather nice. And he had the best quote of 2018. He woke up feeling dangerous. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Heather Podcast. Again, I'm Cam McKinney, and there will be a new episode of the Head to Head Podcast every Monday on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening. Mm-hmm.